maybe you from the 1970s when the Los Angeles Rams was known as the prison person because of that defensive line. Or maybe you in the city of St. Louis, the gateway to the Midwest, where the greatest show on turf brought home the first ever Super Bowl championship. Or maybe you in the here and now with the Rams back in LA, winners of Super Bowl 56. You can rock Eric Dickinson. You can rock Marshall Fall, Isaiah Bruce, and Kurt Warner. Or maybe you rocking Cooper Cup, Aaron Donnay, Matthew Stallard. It doesn't matter, but when it comes to this, it's all about the Los Angeles Rams. Horns up, Rams house. Time to talk Rams football. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Ramley Talk. Thursday, September 21st, 2023. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you to those who are watching us on YouTube. Thank you for those who are listening to the audio on all podcast directors that they are. Thank you for tuning in. This is your bud, the playmaker down in silence. Yeah, I'm ready to talk some rest so far. I hope you're ready to listen to hear what I got to say. Because, uh, ladies and gentlemen, news broke yesterday on a big trade that I'm getting on a trade that I'm going to get to that involves the Rams. I got some other news and notes to go over. I'm going to recap the home open against the San Francisco 49ers to my dismay. And then I'm going to preview Monday night football. That involves a Super Bowl rematch. So that's what we got on top of the day. But for now, let's get to the news. This is from Matter Shepner back on the 17th. Rams take big dead cap hit set up for future. Now this dead cap hit is setting up for 2024. So they're going to take just about the rest of their dead cap hit on this year for this season. So that frees them up for 2024. And it looks like they need to let's leave. They got some big things in store for 2024. We shall see what they do, but they making moves to set up next year, even though I love it. I like what this team is doing this year so far through two games. But they are getting ready for the future already, and I can't be mad at that. So I'm happy to hear about that. What's going on right there? So we shall see what the future looks like. Uh, Sean McVay, Rams headed towards trading. Running back Cameron, we're going to get to that because something did happen. Uh, Joe Nopoon sustained deep bruise on shoulder versus 49ers. Injury not expected to impact availability for week three at the penalty, which is very good news, by the way. Very good news. We should we don't need no more injuries. We already got Cooper Cup. We're gonna be up Cooper Cup for two more games, at least two more games. Hopefully, it's only two more games. But if you need an extra week or two, we'll understand. But 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 we don't need no we don't need no significant injuries on the offensive line. We went through that last season and we saw what happened last season. We kept changing up offensive line starting lineup. We had the most combined offensive starting lineups in the history of the NFL last season, which is why we had the season that we had last year. We don't need this now. We're starting off very good here. Let's keep offensive linemen healthy. Let's keep it going. We got something going on good here. Okay. Now, the big news that happened. Ladies and gentlemen, this news broke yesterday around 6 30 p.m eastern standard time that would be 3 30 
Pacific time. The Los Angeles Rams have traded running back Cam Makers to the Minnesota Vikings. As you can see here is exactly I got this as soon as it happened, you know, the same day. Rams start sending running back Cam Makers to the Minnesota Vikings for a swap of 2026 draft picks. Now I'm interested in seeing what kind of draft picks we're talking about here, but don't know yet. But the thing is, we swapping him from draft picks. Like that's all we can get. Here's the article right here. The Rams are sending running back Cam Makers to Minnesota for a swap of 20 of 2026 draft picks. So it's tell ESPN accepted on Wednesday. Akers was a healthy scratch last Sunday against the 49ers, something Rams coats. McGregor called a coach's decision that was made in the best interest of the team. Akers joins a Vikings team that currently ranks last in total rushing yards at 69 and rushing first downs with only two. They are also the only team without a rush of 10 plus yards in 2023. Then Vikings running back starter Alexander Madison, Vikings starting running back, has 19 carries for 60. Two yards with no touchdowns this season. Mm-hmm. Akers, a 2020 second round draft pick, is in the final year of his rookie contract with the Rams. He carried, he had, he had 22 carries for 29 yards and a touchdown, and then the Rams season opening win. Carry on Williams, who replaced Akers as the lead back, scores twice against the 49ers, rushing for 52 yards and a touchdown on 14 carries, catching six passes for 48 yards and a touchdown. So, you had to get rid of Cam Akers. It's kind of horrible because he did he did come back from a depth state injury, the same injury that um, Aaron Rodgers is dealing with this year. You know, remember for my Ram fan, those who remember when Cam Akers took him and had to work shit Achilles, and then within five months he was back and ready to join us on that push to the Super Bowl. You know, Cam Akers was a big part of that. You know, we're thankful for you, sir, that you decided to come back from that Achilles injury the way that you did to help push us to the Super Bowl. We are very thankful for that. We also had Sean Michelle at that moment in time as well. But we are very thankful for you, sir. But unfortunately, whatever was going on between you and McVay, you and that Sneed, whatever was going on with you and the team, I'm sorry that it had to end this way with you being traded for a draft pick. So that, that really did very disappointing. But you're still in the NFL. You were a new team, so I hope that you do well with your new team with the Minnesota Vikings because they can use them to use to help us. Without Dalvin Cook, they did not look the same. So they let go one Florida State running back. Now they bought another another Florida State running back. So we'll see how that works out. And plus, you know, Kevin O'Connor is a former offensive coordinator from the Rams before he took the Vikings job. So he already knows about Cam Rickers. So that should work out pretty good for Cam Makers, okay? Should work out maybe the team and man, the Rams can focus on carrying Rams being the lead back going forward and see what we can build with this young running back crew that we got to keep it chugging forward as we do. All right. So uh that's the news and notes that I have for you on today. Let me take a quick break and then when we come back, we gotta recap a game that I really don't want to recap. But I'm gonna do it anyway because I'm a professional. The Playmaker Spot is sponsored by Lids. Locker rooms by Lids. Shop hats and official sports gear at Lids. 
Blitz, the leader and number one destination for hats, gears, and everything that moves you. Make it a perfect shop for fans to find official sports hats, merchandise, and gears. Represent your team, your town, and your style with a snap pad, adjustable, fitted hat, or beanie from thousands of college and professional teams. Browse the very latest jerseys and t-shirts for the best teams out there. Liz has officially licensed professional and college sports teams apparel and hats featuring the hottest brands and trends. Shop online or visit one of the 100 stores across the country. Lock them by Liz. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Cowboys Talk. The Dallas Cowboys got exactly what they deserved. Let me say that one more time, because you know it's true. The Dallas Cowboys got exactly what they deserved. Dak Prescott is overrated and he shouldn't be paid, okay? And the same thing with Pollard. I mean, Pollard breaking the tackles at that 57-yard touchdown run. I mean, we needed that big time. 33 points in the fourth quarter. Let me say that again. 33 points in the fourth quarter. And that's off of four turnovers committed by the Colts. See, at one point, and the fact that at the end of the third quarter, it was 21 to 19, and the final score was 54 to 19. Now that, ladies and gentlemen, that is completely unexpected. Cowboys Talk is available on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Ramley Talk. Shout out to Liz being one of the sponsors for Ramley Talk, the Playmakers blog, and so much more for us. Shout out to my brother, Alizak, with Cowboys Talk. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, I will be dealing with my brother, Alizak, in week eight, and we have to go to Jerry World, so I'm not looking forward to that one. But we're not at week eight, because we only on week three, and we have to week out what happened in week two. And unfortunately, in week two, we had a nightmare coming in for a home opening. That would be the San Francisco 49ers. As they was coming in, they have won eight straight times against us. And then with my season preview, I made it nine straight. So let's see what took place at SoFi Stadium for the first time in 2023. 30 to 23. The San Francisco 49ers win. First half was amazing. Tied 17-17 at the half. And then the second half is always is for, for some reason. It is always the second half with the 49ers. It always gets us. We win in the halftime tied. We were tied 17-17. They get the field goal in the third quarter. They went up 20 to 17. And then Debo gets a screen pass for a touchdown. What they call it a rushing touchdown. That's so I'm pretty much probably do the ball behind him. So which means it was a running play. But screen pass, breaking three tackles for that damn that that damn Debo Simmons. For for some reason. Mind you, Debo Simmons ain't doing a damn thing before he went to Pittsburgh, but he get the goddamn LA and he wanna show up. 
And Debo Samuel. Here's the damn stats, okay? Brock Prudy, 17 for 25, 206 yards. Matthew Stafford on the other side for us, 34 for 55, 307. One touchdown, two picks. One of those picks wasn't on him. It was on Karrion Williams for not catching the ball. That led to a field goal for the 49ers. Running backs, Christian McCaffrey, 20 carries, 116 yards and a touchdown. Karrion Williams, 14 carries, 52 yards and a touchdown. Receiving wise, Debo Samuel, six catches, 63 yards. Puka Nakua, 15 catches, 147 yards. But still wasn't enough because we got our teeth kicked in again by the damn 40 freaking Niners. Yeah, I'm sick to my stomach, all right? I really hate this. Um, San Fran was two for nine on third down. I mean, the defense was on it. Defense played good. I mean, that's two turnovers. Those hurt. We was 50% on third down, seven for 14. We were 50% on fourth downs, one for two. We were in 78 plays of their 54, and we still lost the game. We ran 24 more plays and lost a freaking game. We out, we out yardage them by 21. Both teams had 10 total drive. And just, they ran the ball for 159 times to our 89. There, there you go. We had time. Time possession was in our favor by seven minutes. I mean, the turnovers, man. Stop turning the ball over against this team. If you look at this nine-game winning streak, I bet you ain't never last one. You'll find a turnover that turned the game around. I bet you will find a turnover that turned the game around. It's the same damn thing with this goddamn team in center freaking Clara. Jeez. Now, I'm sorry, Ram fans. I'm sorry, Ram. I'm supposed to be on the positive side because we weren't supposed to be in this position. I'm supposed to be on the positive side. We hung in with them. We did good. We didn't have Cooper Cup. I get all that, but Damn it, nine in a row is freaking annoying, man. It's annoying as hell. No, that's I can't do it. But on the bright side, though, speaking of pooping the cool, if you would uh check this out, because the man set the NFL record. So inside a record-breaking rise of Rams rookie pooping the cool. That was the article on ESPN. This is out of Shepherd's tweet. And it says here: Rams rookie rivalry where Pooping the Cool has 15 catches. 15 receptions for 147 yards Sunday, the most receptions in a single game by a rookie in NFL history. Nicole is the first player in NFL history with at least 10 receptions and 100 yards and eight of his first two career games. Nicole is the fifth player in NFL history with at least 10 receptions and 100 receiving yards in his first team's first two games of NFL history, joining Miles Austin. In 2010, Isaiah Isaac Bruce, who we all know for who been Rams fans since the Greatest Show on Turf, 1998, Cooper Cup, fellow Ram, who we can't wait to get back in 2022, and Andre Rising in 1994. So he's the first player to have ten receptions and a hundred yards in his first two in his first two career games. He his only two games he ever played was Seattle and San Francisco. He had 10 catches and 100 yards in both games. So he's the first player to ever do that 
but he's the fifth player in NFL history to have 100 catches with 100 yards to start two games of the NFL season. The man's out here setting records as a rookie, and he's not afraid. He's and like people been saying through first two games, he is always open. Even the 49 San Francisco 49ers couldn't stop pooping the cool. They couldn't stop him. Where the Cooper Cup come from? Where Cooper Cup come from? It's on the topic. I hope y'all. Ooh, I can't wait. Triple Crown wide receiver miss with this young upcoming receiver here. Ooh, and Tutu Atwell is catching the freaking ball. That offense gonna be something serious. It's gonna be something serious. Now we're on one and one through two, which is I like. I had us going. I had us on two, but we but the Rams smacked Seattle in the mouth. Which was great. And then we hung in tough with the 49ers until they smacked us in the mouth in the second half, which they always do. I'm sorry. I can't help it. Nine in a row is devastating to me right now. Especially with the people I have to deal with as a 49ers fan. Okay. I don't, I, want, I don't want them to enjoy this. Even though real, if we're being real talking right now, 49ers fans, they gonna they gonna say what they say because we beat us nine times in the right too. But they trust me. Real 95, they are really pissed off that they lost that NFC championship game to us in 2021. They are really ticked off about that. They are steaming about that, okay? Because Kyle Shanahan hasn't bought them a Lombardi trophy. Sean McVay has a Lombardi trophy. Kyle Shanahan laid the 49 to one Super Bowl appearances, and they blew a 10-point lead to Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Sean McVay, after his debacle with the New England Patriots losing 17-3 in the Super Bowl, Went back to the Super Bowl and defeated and got the LeBron Trophy home. So, yeah, if you want to really talk about it, 49 fans are really disgusted. Okay. They're going to enjoy the fact they beat us nine in a row, but they are really disgusted deep inside of them that they haven't beat us for the NC Championship game. And until they win a Super Bowl, they're going to forever be disgusted with them losing to us in the NC Championship. Oh, we being real because I know some real. I know, I trust me, I know some minor fans, and I have made and I might have made one of them come out and really voice it because he hasn't even voiced it. I think I made him voice it, but nevertheless, so I'm happy to uh oblige him that account, okay? Really, yeah, and guess what? I don't feel bad whatsoever because guess what? I enjoy it. Very freaking much. Now, with that, you know, being said, and I think I need to take another break to calm the nerves down a bit because I do have a game to preview for us, and it's a Monday night game. It's a primetime game. One of two primetime games that we got, unfortunately. But hey, we still got two primetime games and whatnot. So let's go ahead, take a break, and then when we come back, we will dive into our. Most interesting primetime game out in what they call the jungle. Welcome to Ringside Chaos, the professional wrestling discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. The only professional wrestling podcast in the world where pro wrestling is discussed passionately, with confidence, with great knowledge, and most of all, in the most sophisticated way. So brace yourselves, ladies and gentlemen, because chaos is about 
to be unleashed. Thing with Tony Khan now being in talks to WWE, I'm going to be honest with you. I spoke to this with Ricky Litwinkowicz, aka the Master of Mayhem, and he honestly believes that me talking about Tony Khan buying WWE is basically I'm kind of wasting my time because Ricky believes it's never going to happen. Okay. Now, I, now don't get me wrong, Ricky. I respect his. I respect what he says. He's he could very well be correct, but I got to be honest with you. The fact that Khan is interested in supposedly buying WWE, I mean, to me, that's definitely worth talking about. Now, <laughs> now I should mention this. Shout out to Ricky, by the way. And I got to mention this: that even Jim Cornette already had something to say, and he said, and I quote, "Ridiculous to think that could happen." Unquote. <laughs> A wrestling fan that's been super supportive of Brody Lee as a wrestler and everything that WWE could have done with him and, you know, everything that he could have shown and, you know, offered for the wrestling business. You know, for me, I I wasn't just a fan of Brody Lee himself, like, in character. I strongly respected him, you know, as a human being. Like, I had a lot of respect for Jonathan Huber. You know, that's Mr. Brody Lee's real name. So, basically... I had a lot of respect for Brody Lee, Luke Harper, and of course, Mr. Jonathan Huber. This particular episode was about world-class championship wrestling. And the episode title is, you know, WCCW Wrestling's Lone Star Legacy. And because I am the Bear of Texas, and I do hail from the Dallas-Fort Worth area of the state of Texas, world-class championship wrestling was basically my territory as far as being a wrestling fan goes. Ladies and gentlemen, Ringside Chaos is available on all streaming platforms including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. The Playmakers Bar is proudly sponsored by Fanatics. Fanatics, the number one shop where sports fans across the world love to get their sports gear and fandom on. A wide selection of gears from every league, including the NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL, the NCAA, and of course, the WWE. But it is football, basketball, baseball, hockey, even soccer, golf, no matter what sport it is, there's sports appeal for every fan of every sports. Fanatics with sports fan shop and efficient license everything. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Ramley Talk. As you heard, you heard from Ringside Chaos on another show that my brother Alex Lagasai does, does a great job covering wrestling. We're talking WWE Impact, TNA, Ring of Honor. If you love wrestling, Ringside Chaos is fun for you. And also, shout out to Fanatics being another sponsor for Ramley Talk on here. So, all your official license, everything, plus Fanatics Talk on, especially for your Rams gear. So, good thing we got that out the way. Hey, one more official business to do before we close up shop here for this week and prepare for Monday Night Football, which is the thing we need to do. Ladies and gentlemen, Monday Night Football, 8 15 Eastern Standard Time, 5 15 on the Pacific Coast. On ESPN, part of the second part of the doubleheader, because in the first part of the doubleheader at 715, you will see the Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the Philadelphia Eagles. That's the first part of the nightcap. We got the second part at 815. 
It is a Super Bowl 56 rematch as the Rams are heading to the jungle of Cincinnati, Ohio to take on the East Cincinnati Bengals. Who are we to? Now, how they get on to your ass? This is how they became on to. They took a 27 to 24 loss to the Baltimore Ravens in their home opener. Lamar Jackson, them boys walked in there, gave it to him, and walked walk back out. Ravens 2 0, Bengals 0 2. Lamar Jackson 24 for 33, 237 on, on through the air, two touchdowns. Leading worse was because of errors for the Ravens with 10 carries, 62 yards, and a touchdown. Nelson Aguilar, the leading wide receiver for the Baltimore Ravens because Odell Beckham Jr. twisted his ankle. He should be all right. It's not long term. He should be probably miss a couple of weeks, probably three weeks, and he should be back. But now Sinagola, the leading receiver, five catches, six, three yards, and a touchdown. For the Cincinnati Bengals side, Joe Burrow, 27 for 41, 222 yards passing, two touchdowns in the NIT. Joe Mixon with 13 carries, 59 yards. T. Higgins, the leading receiver for the Cincinnati Bengals, eight catches, 89 yards, and two touchdowns. Unfortunately, when you look at these stats, these are not pretty stats for the Bengals. 26 first down for the Ravens, only 19 for the Bengals. Like, really? They were pretty efficient on third down, 10 for 15, into the Ravens, 9 for 14. But hey, Ravens 70 plays ran to the Bengals 57. The Ravens had over 400 yards of total offense, 415. 237 through the air, 178 through the ground. That is a recipe for the zest if you the other side. Bengals. Passing yards, 282. Rushing yards, 66. Legally. Just legally. That's nasty. Nasty. This is nasty. Man. But, but that's not the major concern here, even though they are on two. The major concern is uh, Joe Burrow is injured. This is from the 18 on Addison's X account, Twitter account, whatever you want to call it. Bengals head coach Zach Taylor told reporters that it was hard to say whether Joe Burrow would be ready to play next Monday night versus the Rams due to his aggravated calf injury. The Bengals still in, still are in the evaluation process as we speak. Joe Burrow has that injury. The last time we faced off with Super Bowl 56, it was in Los Angeles, the Rams versus the Bengals. And uh, yeah, if those of you who paid attention, you know what this picture means. The Rams won the Super Bowl that time. Two years ago, 2021. That was the last time we faced off with the Cincinnati Bengals. So we meet again two years later in the jungle. ESPN says uh, 63, 65% Bengals to 34% Rams. This is including Joe Burrow's injury status right now. This is including Joe Burrow's injury status. Maybe it was funny when he officially uh, ruled out, but even if he's not ruled out, I don't see how they're going to win because this Rams team has been balling. They have been playing some good defense. They have been doing pretty well on offense. They just need to cut down on the turnover. They cut down on the turnover. See, they ain't turned the ball over against Seattle, and you can see what happens. They turned it over twice against the 49ers, and you see what happens, right? Don't turn the ball over. Oh, you in trouble with the Rams. Don't let the Rams play a clean game. If the Rams play a clean game, you, your ass is in trouble. And the Bengals, I don't see the Bengals forcing turnovers. The two games you play the browser, you play the Ravens. You ain't play, you ain't face no, you ain't face no turnovers. And this is the two teams that you know. I don't know. I don't know. 
and let's go back to my preseason preview over here. You know, we are talking about they was 12 and 4 last year. They started 0-2 last year. They started 0-2 and they went 10-2 and the rest of the way. That might not be the case this year with Joe Burrow hobbling with Andrew Calf. It was third in the ALC. They took down the Ravens. They took down the Bills before they met the Chiefs in the ALC championship before losing. You see the numbers from last year with Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, Jamar Chase, and T. Higgins. You see that. But right down here, Joe Burrow. That line that has Joe Burrow name on it, calf strain injury, he re-aggravated that calf strain. He re-aggravated it. So it's going to be interesting to see if he plays Monday night or would they give him a break because uh, you probably should have listened to Jamar Chase when he said, come back in week five. We will take care. We, we will deal with the five weeks, however they go. You just come back week five fully healthy. Now you really going to have to consider what how much time do you need to give Joe Burrow because the season is here. So, as you say, last meeting was Super Bowl 56 when we won 20 to 20. Last regular season meeting with the Bengals was back in 2019 and Los Angeles, and we won 24 to 10. Joe Burrows. That was before Joe Burrows. Okay. So, I don't think this left is a prediction, right? And I'm sticking with my early prediction. We're going to go in now. We're going to go into jungle, and we're going to beat the Cincinnati Bengals. We will be 2-1 going into week four. And week four looking juicy as well, too. They're saying, but I'm not going to get too ahead of myself. Rams going into the jungle on primetime on Monday night, across from Monday Night Raw, and we're going to beat the Cincinnati Bengals. All right? Check it. 2-1 and one on the year, and people are going to be looking at us like, we did not expect the Rams to be like this. Go ahead. That's all I got for you. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching the YouTube. Thank you for watching the YouTube channel. Thank you for listening to all the podcasts directly when it comes to Ramley Talk. Thank you for the support. I truly appreciate the support from Ramley Nation. Y'all are very supportive. Through year four of Ramley Talk, I am very appreciative. I want to get that out the way right here, right now. Say I'm appreciative I am for it. But until the next time, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to sign off on the Playmaker out here in the good old state of Jacksonville, Florida. I'll catch y'all next week to recap what took place on primetime match and Monday night and get ready for week four with the Indianapolis Cubs. Deuces. Thank you for tuning in to Ramley Talk. Ramley Talk is sponsored by Fanatics, Lids, and Paramount Plus. Get your favorite sports appeal with Fanatics or Lids and get great streaming service with Paramount Plus. If you want to donate to the program, you can donate to us via Cash App. Dollar sign D Playmaker. That is again dollar sign D Playmakers. And remember, you can follow and subscribe to Ramley Talk on all podcast directories, including Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon Music, and YouTube. And those of you who are on Apple, leave us a great review, leave comments on how you feel about Ramley Talk and the episode that you listen to. Tune in again next time for more Ramley Talk hosted by the Playmakers.